0: This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it.
1: Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Global property consultancy group Knight Frank published its 2021 wealth report outlining how wealth is actually set to grow in countries over the next five years. Now, the model defines ultra high net worth individuals as a person with a net worth of over $30 million. You're reading these numbers stresses me. Um, which is about four hundred and forty seven million. And this actually defines high net individuals as someone with a net worth over one million dollars, which is roughly like fifteen million. But also have you realised how like the jump from the rent to the dollar? Right? Like one million dollars
0: 15 million rands I kind of didn't believe this Also when I read it And I'll tell you why Right Five months ago I bumped into an article Actually That said That The high net worth Individuals With a wealth Of 1 million dollars As you said Are actually leaving South Africa Okay, and they were saying that the reason why a large number of people are lo- are leaving South Africa is due to serious problems in South Africa, such as crime, lack of business opportunities, mm. and especially um, gender-based violence. And I didn't think that actually these would be reasons for people to leave. I thought the top one on the list would be COVID-19, lack of opportunities, you know, uh, unemployment rate. I didn't yeah. think that gender-based violence would be. Um, A reason for people to migrate to other countries and i mean in in south africa it, it, it is a really pandemic on its own and we know that right um so when they talk about the jump the wealth jump in the next five
1: years i'm a bit skeptical and africa is actually said to see the second biggest regional ultra high net worth individuals with a 33% growth rate. I mean, leading countries being Zambia and South Africa. Yeah. So, and the thing is, I was actually shocked to find out that, um, global wealth remained firm throughout 2020. I mean, actually, the numbers grew by 2.4% in 2020. And this is during the pandemic. And I'm not shocked because people were buying houses, people were buying cars, and we were just like, how, guys? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? You know, so it, it got me thinking about you know, wealth, right? And when I speak about wealth, I'm talking about now the history of it where is it coming from? You know, there is new money and there's old money and old money are those people who come from money and eventually just have money. Mm -hmm. And then obviously new money is our babes who make 4 million rand a a month. And you know, it doesn't work out because of also lack of education and financial literacy and not having the, the right people to guide you on how to use that money. So I think, um, a lot of us or a lot of people rather were disadvantaged by the fact that you know I think apartheid played a huge role in um, just delaying us in terms of just generating and attaining that wealth I mean for by now we would have had millions or we would have land because for most blacks lack of access to vote actually meant that they could not appoint an effective political party back in apartheid era and yeah, which yeah. means that it sabotaged them we were sabotaged from way back yes. Um so it, it, it is quite sad to see that. And I mean, also the fact that we couldn't own property, you know, the Natives Land Act in 1913 prohibited Africans from actually owning land in SA apart from small areas. So that's why now when black people are actually buying property, we get so excited. We're like, yes, because we've never done that in the past, Get that property because yeah. we've never gotten that opportunity to actually attain um property and that that sort of wealth. Because property is wealth. Truly. Property is a form of generational wealth. Like, if I have six properties, I have six kids... All of them have a home, even if I'm gone. Surely, you know what surely, I mean. And they can
0: do something with that home. They can rent it out. They can turn it into a business, into a BNB, whatsoever. And speaking of um, the jump, um, the wealth jump, I'm curious as to where this money is going to come from. You know, and I'm just thinking of all the careers that um, we have in South Africa in the industries. I really think that technology is dominating, right? And I do think that technology is the future. So I suspect that most of the wealth will come from technology. I mean, it's not, um, of course, gas guaranteed, but I do trust that technology will be one um, of the industries where we will generate this wealth in the next five years, right? Um, Financial services, I think, is also one which has been making multi-millionaires and I think will continue to do so. And of course, as you mentioned,
1: property, so real estate Mm. um, and even construction. And, you know, as you mentioned um, how technology might be the future, I'm just like, sure. Looking at the numbers, I don't know if technology will catch up because law is actually leading with
0: 27%. I don't believe in that. I was having a conversation with a neighbor of mine who studied law and I was asking him, so have you found a job? Are you doing your articles? What's up? And he said, no, I changed. Um, I'm doing business now. I'm doing a BCom. And I said, why? And he said, because the numbers don't match up anymore. You know, in the past, yes, um, law used to pay a really um, sufficient amount of salary. But now the numbers are cut down. It's not as sufficient anymore. So I'm not convinced about that one at all.
1: Because this is actually from last year. This is from 2020 where they're saying law is still like at 27%. Finance is at 19%. Computers and IT are there by 8%. The engineering was which which 7%. At least yes, you are there. But but I'm sure I'm the arts,
0: arts is not there at this all. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or streams Stream. via www.vofm.co.za.